Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome to Selk Grassroots. This podcast and all of our podcasts are sponsored by the Down to Play app, Magpie Recruitment, Skipper Sportswear, The Grassroot Graphics, Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Awards FC, and A Rush Laser Tag. Our charity 11 team is sponsored by Borden Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, Black Eagle Athlete, Arithmetic Accountants, and our shirt sponsors, front of shirt sponsor is at NJPGD. Let's get on with it. Welcome to Celt Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show. This is the Sunday League Show, episode 21. Happy New Year to everybody, our first show of 2024. This week, we've got no results to go by, uh, as we've all had a Christmas break. Uh, and now we're back to the stuff. We've just got some games of the week from each of our leagues. First up this week is Westfar and Mr. Gibson himself. Gibbs, how you doing? I'm well, player. How you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, mate. Happy New Year. Back to the uh, the grind of Sunday league football. Uh, as I look out the window at the moment, it's wet. Um, hopefully that means we do get, we still get some football on the weekend because it's not looking particularly great already. It's miserable out there. What a start to the year, eh? <laughs> so not much for us to talk about from recent weeks, but we will get straight into the fixtures. Uh, the four games chosen by the man himself uh, for Sunday the 7th of January. A mixture of cup and league fixtures for us to talk about. First up this week is Blackfen and Erif against Bexty uh, Hawks in the King of Arts Media production uh, Sports King Cup. Uh, and Gibbs, this is the quarter final, I believe. Uh, yeah, full time helpfully adds that to adds that to the um, to the information now. Uh, and what a game! What can you say? Uh, well, I think both of these teams um, of late have got a win over each other, haven't they? I think Blackfin had a very, very uh, high-scoring win over Bexley Hawks, which no one saw coming. But I think Hawks avenged it a few games later, uh, a little bit closer. Was it 3-2 or 2-1? I think it was by the odd goal. Was that the stupid 10-1 or whatever Blackfin won against yeah, Bexley Hawks? Yeah, something yeah, like that, it wasn't it? 10-1 or 15 something crazy. Um, but Hawks avenged it a few weeks later. Um so I think they've both got a win over each other, so they'll both know what each other's about. Uh I mean, Blackfell and of late, just before Christmas, they was they was getting a few goals down, weren't they? And then uh, and they had a couple of four fours, didn't they? So yeah. Hawks uh played them just before Christmas as well. Uh selves a, a good side. Um I think I think it's a very 50-50 game. I'm probably gonna side with the Hawks. I'm gonna go three two Betsy Hawks. 3-2, two, 2-3 two, officially, Gibbs' um, prediction. I'm going to go head-to-head with Gibbs on this one. I've got a couple of points on you uh, in the uh, the West for scores for the season. So I'm going to go 3-2 to uh, Blackfen and Era for make that one um, a head-to-head uh, towards you and I. Good luck to both teams. Two proper teams, uh, old-school mentalities uh, and all that stuff. That's what you like uh, in Sunday League football. Um, good luck to them too. Uh, next up is Fleet Down against AFC. Bexley, this one is in the Alliance Cup. This is, an, again, a quarter-final game. 
um, down at Fleet Down on a uh, whole place even on Sunday. Gibbs, two teams we know uh, play their football maybe in the lower sort of divisions in Westfa. Um, but two teams that have, have won uh, against a, a higher place teams in cups. Uh, two teams uh, are very, very talented. Um, this is one. This one's pretty tough to call as well, to be fair. Yeah, I think another 50-50 game right down the middle. Um, I don't think you'd be wrong in backing either of these teams. Bexley have been really good. Uh, Fleet down knocked us out of a cup early running the season. Uh, good young side. Um I don't even know what way to go. I think we could probably go head to head on all these games this week, yeah. to be fair. And you wouldn't yeah. even you wouldn't even look out of place. Uh, I'll let you go first this time. So I'm just trying to find if these two have played each other because they're in the same division as each other this season, uh, and it looks like they haven't played each other so far this season. So nothing to go by. Uh, league table: Bexley have played five, one, three, drawn two. Uh, Fleet down. Played six, one, three, drawn two, lost one. So that's the only difference between the two teams. <sighs> Tough. I got to back Bexley because of the connection with uh, the Selk 11. Uh, there's a possibility event and TJ turning out for AFC Bexley. Uh, so I'm going to back them, but I'm going to go 2 1 uh, to AFC Bexley. But like you say, Gibbs, it's a, it's a toss of a coin, this one. Yeah, I think I'll go. I'll go head to head with you on this one then as well. Uh, uh, Terry, a mate of mine, I think, has just signed down at Fleet Down as well. So I'll go for Fleet Down on this one. I'll back Fleet Down 3 2. 3 2 again. Gibbs loving the 3 2s this week. Next up is a uh, league fixture, uh, a Division 2 fixture, uh, Able Environmental Division 2. To give it its full title, Footscray Lions taking on in form Avery Hill Athletic. Avery Hill in absolutely imperious form uh, in the league. Uh, they've won five of their last six, as have Footscray Lions. Someone's decent run of form has to go. The only team with them form-wise is New Park uh, and that top three. It is a very, very good top three uh, in Division 2. Gibbs. Uh, we know that Footscray Lions maybe have lost um, one of their better players uh, re of recent weeks with um, with an injury to his ankle. It looks like he won't be back this season, maybe. Um, a win on penalties against South Ballers, their last game. But before that, it's five nils against Push. Uh, they lost to Adas as well. Um, there's some big scores in there. But it's been mixed bag, really, for December for um, Footscray Lions. And November was sketchy. Uh, Avery Hill, though, as I've said, absolutely bang on. Uh, you have to go back uh, a very far, a very far way to find their last defeat. Uh, if we can find one, let's have a look. Uh, Rising Talent. First day of the season. Uh, no, Rising Talents on the second week of the season. The game I refereed them in a cup fixture against Rising Talents. Everything went right for Rising Talents that day. Um, a 3 2 win. They haven't lost since that game. That's what I can. Oh, they lost in the cup on penalties to South Ballers, but 3 all. Uh, in normal time, in 90 minutes, they haven't lost a game of football since um, the second week in September. This one, again, a tough, tough game to predict, Gibbs. We know that Footscray Lions have got talent and experience and youth with some of the players they've signed. But Avery Hill um, just don't know how to lose games of football at the moment. This one, again, absolutely impossible to predict. 
again, what another great game. Um, Brilliant game. I think, I mean, I've played both these teams this season. We played Footscray in the Kent Cup and Avery Hill in the Burt Holloway. Uh, Avery Hill kind of blew us away. A um, little bit more of an even game with, with Footscray, but it's just, do you know what, as well, it's very hard to predict coming off of Christmas because when you're going into Christmas with good momentum and then you're coming out of it the other side, do you start a little bit sluggish? Yep. Um it's such a it's such a tough one. Um, Do you go with the youth then on that on that side? The older boys at Footscray Lions maybe enjoyed Christmas uh, and their first game back. Maybe they're going to be flat. Maybe they're going to be sluggish. Whereas Avery Hill, you'd feel the the youthful, the more youthful of the two sides, maybe will hit the ground running. Do you know what I find? You always get better results from Footscray when maybe their backs are against the walls a little. Yeah, a little bit like against New Park. Uh, uh, a little while back um, and they are a very good side and I know we say they lost their forward oh, Avery or just they don't they don't know how to lose I've seen them no. again, against Barnhurst uh, as I said against us and uh, they are a real good side um, it's such a it's such a tough one down at Sparrows as well I mean this would be a, a real good game to go and watch on Sunday great surface yeah. Two good teams playing football. I mean, it doesn't get much better than this, but Gibbs, you're waffling. Give us a prediction. I know, mate. I'm stuck. Go on, I'll let you go first again. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, stuck. Do you know what? I'm going to go 4-2 to Avery Hill. I think this is going to be a tough one for Footscray. First one back. They're giving Avery Hill a lovely surface to play on as well. They do play a nice brand of football. They've got that pace going forward. They've got a solid spine uh, and they've got obviously a good goalkeeper who will be able to exploit um, any space over the top. With, you can Boot, boot the ball a mile uh, as well as doing all the other things uh, that good goalkeepers do um, so for me just the just the form um, and the youth uh, I'm just going to lean towards Avery Hill 4-2 oh, that's I'm, I'm in one of them situations again you know with your head and your heart like ooh, I might just sit on the fence I don't know on this one a draw only helps uh, New Park in this one. They'll be they'll be hoping for a draw. I imagine in this game, uh, the third team of of this trilogy at the top of um, Division Two, uh, uh, Junior Reds will be hoping for a draw as well. I imagine they're a game. They've played a game more than both of these than all three of those teams above them. Uh, so a draw would help them out as well. All right, let's go two two. Two all Gibbs. Gibbs unable to put his. Now he's flagged to the mast there and he's gone for a draw. That's a bottle. That's a bottle from Gibbs, that. It's a bottle. Drop. It is. <laughs> First week back and I've had to go for a draw. Next up, and our last of our four games for Westfar, uh, Elton Rovers against Crockenhill uh, in the Supreme Trophies combination. Uh, both teams having excellent seasons. Don't forget, both teams started their uh, season in the, in the, uh, the senior division. Uh, of Westfar promoted into the combination uh, and both teams have taken to uh, life in this division like a duck to water. Crockenhill third in the table, 18 points from nine games, six wins uh, from nine games. Absolutely fantastic from Dave uh, and the lads. Uh, and having played six games, Elton Rovers are in fifth place, two, not two losses, but four wins from those games. About the same sort of um, record for both the, both the teams, uh, but gives both teams can combative both teams uh can go both ways good football inside but know how to mix it um there might only be one winner in this game it might be the kent fa 
<laughs> what do we think of this one? Uh, again, I think all the fixtures this week are actually uh, top draw fixtures. Um, if I'm being honest, uh, again, I think Crockett went into Christmas on a, a nice bit of form, and uh, Elton Rovers. I know they had a big win against Brixton in the uh, PCC, but I'm not sure. Did he, either side of that? Did they 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 lose? They beat, they, beat El- they beat Greenwich Park Rangers the last week before Christmas. Very good result okay. for them going into that. They beat Brixton Town 14-2 in the Plumpsy yeah. Cup. Uh, but they lost to Jam the week before that after that close defeat to Red Velvet. They can yeah. definitely mix it, um, Elton Rovers. They can definitely mix it. They won't be they won't be overawed by uh by Crockett this week. All right. I'm gonna go Elton Rovers 3-2. Elton Rovers 3-2. I'll back the other way. I'll back Crockett 3 2. Uh, because that's what we do. Um big, big head to heads. Me and Gibbs um, going head to head on Blackfin uh, and Bexy Hawks uh, and Elton Rovers and Crockenil. Otherwise, um, we've differed on Fleet Down and Bexley uh, and Footscray Lions and Avery Hill. We've definitely um, gone differently. Gibbs sitting on the fence. Let's have a look at the fixtures, the rest of the fixtures for the 7th of January. And in the combination uh, game of the day, I think we've spoken about that one Elton Rovers against Crockenil Sundays. Uh, looking forward to my fixture this week. Metrogas against Jam in the Supreme Trophies combination. Win-win for me. Uh, two good teams that I'll really enjoy refereeing on Sunday. Uh, look forward to getting down to Metrogas. Hopefully, uh, the weather uh, is more kind than it's been so far this week. I uh, look forward to seeing um, Phil and all the Jam lads. I haven't seen them for a long time. Uh, and I've seen Metrogas recently this season. So, yeah, win-win for me. Uh, in the King of Arts Media Production Division 1, uh, Woolwich Royals taking on Beacons. Woolwich Royals in a good run of form going into this one. Hopefully momentum for them hasn't been lost over the Christmas period. Uh, in the Able Environmental Division 2, uh, Adas against New Park, a game I re- refereed earlier in the season, was uh, one-way traffic for the New Park boys. Uh, hopefully Adas will, will, want, will want to go uh, better than they managed in that game uh, and get some points. New Park whilst... Um, as they know whilst uh, Footscray Lions and Avery Hill are playing, a win for them uh, would push them up the table. Someone, win, lose or draw, uh, <laughs> New Park, uh, win, lose or draw for the Footscray Lions and Avery Hill game. If New Park win, they will jump up the table. So that's an important one for them. Uh, in Division 3, just one game, Danson Albion against AFC Kingfisher. It's uh, an intriguing fixture. In the Pat Townsley Division 4 uh, game of the day, EWD Eagles against Elton Ducks is a good game down at uh, King Henry School or whatever it's called these days. New New uh, New Cross Rovers against Foresters will be a tasty game as well. Uh, Sid Cup take on Rose and Crown uh, whilst they'll be looking to jump up the table. Uh, in Vulture Sports Division 5, Chimera Intercross should be uh, a comfy win for Chimera. Um, and Old Peeps take on the Greenwich Battle Cruisers. Battle Cruisers back in action for 2024. Um, against Old Peeps. Mixed bag for them so far this season for Old Peeps. Uh, Greenwich Battle Cruisers will be desperate to get off to um, to 2024 with a win. In the best division in West for the Silk Grassroots Podcast Network, Division 6. The best division. The best division. EWD Eagles reserves take on lesser FXI in a fairly matched game uh, and Cabras take on um, JJ United in a must-win fixture for the Cabras boys. Not much has gone right for them so far this season. Um, 
but they'll be looking for three points against JJ. Hartford Athletic Blues take on Bexley Village Vets in a good-looking game as well in Div, Div 6. Good luck to all the teams in their league fixtures. Uh, in the London Sunday uh, Junior Cup, uh, South Ballers go over to um, the uh, Southern Sunday team, Argentina, in what will be a tough game. Argentina, uh, League 5 side over there in the Southern Sunday. A good bunch of guys, uh, South Ballers, will recognise the logo on their sleeve. Uh, we've sponsored the Argentina boys uh, and the, the logo, the silk logo is on their sleeve this season. Um, but yeah, that will be a good game. Tough away day though for South Ballers that uh, made, a, made a villa. Welcome Peckham Rye uh, up there, Gibbs. What an away day, first day back. But that's hard to get the teams going. Yeah, mate, the list ain't looking great at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one, uh, but good to get that one out of the way, I suppose, early doors. Uh, good luck to Peckham Rye. Unashamedly biased. When it comes to them uh, on the uh, in Sunday in in the county cups, good luck, uh, Peckham Rye. Uh, Ones of Warriors from the Southern Sunday also welcome Hartford Athletic to their neck of the woods uh, in another um, Southern Sunday versus Westford uh, London Cup tie. Good luck to all the Westford te- West Westford teams uh, on this part of the podcast. Um, wish you all the very best. Uh, and the Plumpsy Cup Barnhurst to take on Spring Hill Blues in what will be. Um, a real challenge for the Blues, but Barnhurst um, have been a mixed. Have been it's been mixed for them, but some of the old faces returning. Maybe we'll see the old Barnhurst return. Uh, we'll wait and see. We've spoken about Blackfin and Erif and Bexley Hawks. That will be an excellent game. We've spoken about Fleet Down and AFC Bexley. Um, Greenwich Challenge take on Elton Palace in the Plumpsy Cup. That will be a good fixture. Elton Palace. Um, have been in good form uh, of late. And they also won our Welling United tickets that we raffled off uh, at Christmas. And it was nice to to meet their guy and he picked up the tickets. And yeah, we, we've liked Elton Palace since they've done uh, JJ United anyway. Um, Loose from the Mid- Maidstone and Mid-Kent League remain in the Plumpsy Challenge Cup. They welcome Junior Reds down to the Sittingbourne area. A tough away day for Junior Reds. Um, playing a team in Loose. I think they play in the top division or the second division in the Maidstone and Mid-Kent. When they look, but we know the firepower Junior Reds have. Uh, that would be a very good game. Uh, last but not least in the Alliance Cup, two games in the Alliance Cup. I'm going to shout out Southeast Athletic Maroon against Old Fortronians. A real good game down at uh, Meridian on Sunday. And Spring Hill United taking on Tudor Sports Rangers Gibbs. Two excellent cup fixtures there to end um, this section of the podcast. Yeah, mate, some great fixtures this week. First week back, I think it's going to be, there'll be tough games there for everyone. Yeah, tough week back. Uh, get that turkey and uh, get that turkey out of your system and and running about. Hopefully the weather is kind. Gibbs, more for us to talk about next week. Uh, have a good weekend, and I'll see you then. Take care, mate. All the best. Next up on the podcast and our first recording with the man himself of twenty twenty four. Not Sir Graham Rodby yet. You missed out again, Graham. Just missed out. So close this year. Uh, maybe no next. And no cigar. <laughs> maybe next year. Uh, Graham, happy new year. How you doing? Uh, I'm all right, thank you. Happy new year to you, and happy new year to everybody involved in Southern Sunday and grassroots football. Um, yeah, 2024. It's come around quick, hasn't it? Yeah, hopefully, uh, 2025 comes around. Comes around just as quick because. Um, I'm already, I'm already needing a break, I think, Graham. Yeah, I, I kind of, 
I'm not even back to work yet. I'm not back to work <laughs> till Wednesday. And I feel like I need a break as well. It doesn't, even though people think that all oh, the football stops, it really doesn't. There is so much that goes on behind the scenes, organising fixtures and sorting stuff out and the planning for like the cup finals and looking at the semi-finals and plotting out the cup competitions and what's going to take priorities and draws. There is so much that goes on over Christmas and I've, I've, I have had a break. I can't say that I haven't. Um, so, you know, I'm thankful and I'm grateful for that, but, um, yeah, I could just do with a, uh, an injection of some sort of, um, Oh, I don't know, energy of something that would be yeah. fantastic. And obviously, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't keeping it from you, you know, about the knighthood, you know, it, it I genuinely, <laughs> it didn't, it didn't come. So I'm going to have to take my honorary knighthood that's given to me by the silk, podcast and um, I'm going to have to dine out on that until the King's birthday I suppose. Anything else you want to dine out on while we're before we start oh, the podcast? I, oh I don't know there was a certain good football match that I went to on <laughs> Sunday afternoon last week wasn't there? It was a good game wasn't it? Oh, it, it was a good game after the shambles that we put in against Burnley and uh, Bournemouth on Boxing Day it was disgraceful for them to come up with a performance like that is uh, big up to Fulham so yeah it was just great to watch Arsenal fan TV and just watch the complete meltdown it's quite funny and what I did resent I heard something today is someone saying that um, someone was saying that I was a posh Tory well I I think that was about the ultimate insult of the lot who, who's putting, throwing those sorts of insults Arsenal around Arsenal fans think that all Fulham fans are posh oh, Tories apparently okay, okay. I mean, but except no Fulham fans live anywhere near the ground because you can't afford to. Nah, nah. But yeah, uh, great weekend. So that that was a that was a great end to 2023. I almost didn't want 24 to start because I'm still dining out on that one, to be honest. Let's not talk about refereeing mistakes that happened in Ooh. 2024. Oh, that wasn't great. Um, Liverpool Newcastle last night. I've seen a couple of. Um, accounts on social media today saying you know they thought that he done well um i don't very often call out referees i thought he was as inconsistent as any performance i've seen for a long time bearing in mind i think in my view i think anthony taylor's the best referee in the country i know chelsea fans won't agree with that but i think he's normally pretty top notch but yeah, I, do. I just think just a bit of a lack of concentration bit of a lack of fatigue i think the pool of referees in the premier league i've always felt for a long time is not big enough and I think for them to keep going back to back to backs, I think, you know, they get fatigued, they get tiredness, just like the players. Too many games in too short space of time. And um, yeah, I, I don't think he had a great game at all, to be honest. Not a good game. Let's get on with the four games picked by the man himself. Uh, for our predictions, our games of the week at the moment, level pegging between myself uh, and Francis. He's not celebrating on social media that much anymore, Graham, with his with his prediction scores. One good week he's had, and we've, we've clawed him back. Yeah, one swallow doesn't make a summer, does it? And exactly. uh, yeah, yeah, you shouldn't go overboard when you do well, but you shouldn't go underboard when you don't do well. You know, it's a bit of fun. It is a bit of Let's fun. Let's restore the fun to the podcast. For Let's restore the fun. The this is just an opinion of myself and Francis for the sake of dragging out this Sunday League podcast for an extra. 20 minutes or so every week. I mean, no one knows what they're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. No. I don't know what I'm talking about. Nobody knows what they're talking about. Tom, Dick and Harry can sit as the three contributors if they like, and they'd spit the same nonsense that we spit. But that's just life. Indeed. Game number one is Venezia Dons against Vauxhall Virgins, the Brian Howard President Cup fixture. Good draw, that. Very, very good draw. Uh, league Eight Venezia Dons, good season, having a good season, 
very good uh, in cups generally. Uh, Vauxhall Virgins doing the business uh, as usual uh, in their fight at the top end of the table against bitter foes in uh, Deportivo La Carunia. Um, Vauxhall Virgins, obviously the higher placed team, having an absolutely fantastic season. Uh, Venezia Dons pushing for promotion as a bare minimum, it looks like, uh, for their season, Graham. Um, I mean, let's, let's pick the bones of this one. Where, where do you think the win's going? Well, first of all, I like the draw. I like the matchup between both teams. I, I, I see them as being quite similar in terms of the way that they approach the game and the way that they want to play football. You know, they're two passing teams. They get the ball down. They both score a lot of goals. Um, you know, they're both exciting to watch. And 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 I think that's, I think that's what is the good thing, and that's the intriguing thing, and that's kind of why I've put it in for the um, for for one of the four games this week because you know. I think cup games, sometimes you look at two teams and you compare them and you think that you've got a real contrast in styles. I don't see that. I see these as, as you know, very similar um, styles. So, yeah, I, I, I can I can see this being really competitive. I can see lots of goals. Both teams are obviously used to winning rather yeah. than losing. I yeah. think they're going to be coming into the second half of the season. I think they're both doing very, very well, obviously, in their respective divisions. Uh, confidence will be um, really high. Um, I think Vauxhall only the one defeat. I think the Dons only one defeat as well. So I think that they're taking really good form and, and a lot of confidence into the new year. And this is an opportunity for both teams to get to a quarterfinal and to not only have their really good promotion and sort of championship contention runs in the league, but to add the cup competition with it. So I think they are both going to be out to win this one. And I think this is going to be a real ding-dong end-to-end proper old style cup game I, f- I like the look of it I like the feel of it I think it's a great game it's a very very good game uh, Vauxhall Virgins obviously the higher place team second place in League 7 uh, Venezia Dons I almost in... don't feel that matters I don't think actually Andrew other than the top couple of teams I think maybe in 7 I don't think there's an awful lot between certainly the lower part of 7 and the top of 8 I don't think there's an awful lot there there isn't. Vauxhall Virgins still smarting, you'd imagine, from that 2-0 defeat mm. to rivals Deportivo Local Runia in their last game. That was their last game before uh, the Christmas break. Uh, but Venezia... I don't think they're going to be too worried about that, though, Andrew. You're going to get, you know, against them, they would have all had it at the back of their mind that, you know, that is a game that possibly when you look at the fixtures when they come out, that is one that is going to be a, a tough one. I don't think that's the only defeat they've got in 10 other than a draw. I don't think they're going to be worried about that result at all. I think they'll just dust themselves down and, and move on. And they'll see this cup game um, as a real opportunity, bearing in mind, as you say, they're the higher placed side as well. Uh, Venezia Dons last time out on the 10th of December was a 3-0 defeat to Holloway Royals. Uh, a similarly higher placed cup team, obviously uh, a few divisions higher than Vauxhall Virgins, but they've they're on a two-game uh, not winning streak. I don't know how we how you, what the technique what the actual term for that is, but they've looked they've not won in their last two games, a four-all draw with SW Lions on the third of December, followed by that three-nil defeat to Holloway Royals in the Marcus Lipton Cup. The cup the cup set avoided if you're looking from a Holloway was the old, Royals was there the old town game beforehand, before that, they yeah, beat they Old beat Town old 2-0. Town. I yeah. think that's what they'll be looking at, taking the confidence. So um, in, in previous results, New Year, different competition, 
I almost think, forget what's going on in the league, forget that there's a division difference. I just think this is going to be a good old-fashioned cup tie, end-to-end, lots of goals, great football, fingers crossed, weather permitting, obviously yeah. for all of these games. Yeah, big time. It's, it's shocking out there. Yeah. Um, don't know if anyone saw the Fulham Arsenal game on Sunday <laughs> afternoon. Did I mention that before? <laughs> I've never seen rain like it. I mean, the, the, the it's an old roof. You know, I was getting wet and I was under the roof. So that was the amount of rain that we've had. So, you know, when anybody looks at, at um, pitches and if they're going to be called off during the end of the week, it's not going to be a great surprise because we've had a lot of rain in the last two weeks. So, Indeed. yeah, fingers crossed we can get this game and the other ones on. But, yeah, this is a this is a good tie, Andrew. And um, I, I think this is a, a hard one to call. I think you'd always go with a higher-placed team. That's where you'd obviously hedge your bets if you were a bookie. That's obviously you'd make the higher place team favourites. But we know in the Lipton and in the other competitions, we know that form and favourites tags go out of the window in the cup competitions. We know that. And uh, there's every chance that um, you get an upset in this game. Every chance. France is back in the, the upset. Venetia Dodds. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So that's going to be a reversal for you then, isn't it? Yeah, straight reversal. Yeah, easy. That's easy. <laughs> easy. Easy done. No one's offended. Uh, but yeah, I'll go with the higher place team. Just that win, just that loss to Holloway Royals, just in the last one out, just maybe, maybe swaying my decision there. But nonetheless, what a brilliant cup fixture. You're absolutely right, uh, Graham. Good luck to uh, Venetia Dons and Vauxhall Virgins in that fixture. Football will definitely be the winner. I think uh, if you're one, one of the other teams in that draw, I think you're delighted with that fixture because one yeah. of the very good teams is going to go out as well. So others will be looking at that as an opportunity as well, I think, Andrew. I think you're absolutely right, Graham. Um, in the Bob Dixon Ooh, League... 2024, and this is the first one, and I'm absolutely <laughs> right. Let's carry on like this for the next yeah. 12 months, please. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> in Bob Dixon League 1 uh, for our next fixture, and it is South City taking on South London United. Uh, second against third in League One. Both teams looking to uh, to get back in touch with uh, Magpie recruitment on a points-wise basis. Both teams uh, would be above the Magpie boys if they win their games in hand. Uh, no, South London United wouldn't be, um, but South City would. Uh, Magpie recruitment, I think it's fair to say, Graham, um, hoping for a draw in this one. <laughs> I think so. And, and South London United are going to come into this game with an unbelievable amount of um, confidence. I think, you know, the win and the draw uh, that they got just before Christmas, the, the draw against um, Magpie. So, yeah, I think um, I think it is. It, it, it feels an opportunity for both teams. It feels like a real good opportunity. I think South City, we will go into it as, I think, favourites. Obviously, they're the only unbeaten team in the division. Um they're not scoring as many South City as what they have done in, in sort of last season or, or the year before. No. Um, and, you know, they are being held to draws. So, you know, they are susceptible to be dropping points. Um, South London United, you know, still getting into the new groove of kind of setting up the club. I think they're in a very good place in terms of the division at the moment. Mm. They've given themselves an opportunity, haven't they, for the second half of the season. And we didn't know whether they were going to be able to do that or not. We weren't quite sure how that was going to pan out. But, you know, we include those three in the race. We have to include Vale County in the race because they've got a game in hand. They're having a great season as well. So, yeah, I... I think, to be honest, because South London United have played the game more than South City, South City have got the game in hand, it feels like it's a more of a win needed for South London United than South mm. City. Mm. Nonetheless, 
they'll both be absolutely desperate to strike that early blow in um, in in the first week of January. And I'd probably make South City just slight favourites, but I certainly wouldn't be ruling South London United out because I think we know the capability that they've got and uh, what damage potentially they can do. They can definitely, definitely get a result, South London United, but Francis and I both have backed uh, South City. Francis with a 3-2 South City win uh, and me with a 3-1 South City win. But South London United, you know, as we've said, that draw against um, Magpie recruitment showing what they're all about. They're not, then they're, they're in the mix. They're a good enough team to fight um, on the pitch with, with South city. Uh, and yeah, Graham South city, not scoring quite as many goals as they have done previously, but this is the highest division they've played in. Yeah. Maybe finding their feet, five wins and three draws from eight games for South city, just showing that they've not had it um, their own way in a third of the games that they've played in, in the uh, league, they've been unable to win. Uh, and that's not been the case. So finding their, finding a, a level in which they have been challenged uh, in Bob Dixon League One against a team this week in South London United um, with five wins, two draws and two losses. Maybe the goal difference, the the, well, the one factor that's, ca- that's catching the eye, Graham, plus three for them, yep. 21 goals conceded in nine, um, whereas their, their, their uh, rivals in Division 15 and 16 um, respectively, uh, Magpie recruitment. I do think though, 15 Andrew, and 12. I was going to say, I was just going to say the two teams, I think played it out in November and I think it was five, three to South city. I think from what I remember last night, I think South London United are a better team than what they were in November. I think they've improved. Um, whether the results tell us that, I think there was a re- result against Westminster in the cup. I think there was Brixton in the league which obviously everybody's beaten Brixton. Then there was the 2-2 against Magpie, which is the most recent result. So the the results may not necessarily back my statement up, but it feels like they're in a better... They, they've progressed as a club, I feel. Um, they had a good start to the season. Then I sort of kind of... They dropped down to mid-table and I felt they were kind of pulling away. And now I felt that they're back kind of in the conversation and they're almost playing the football where they need to play have a chance of being in contention. So I, I, I can see another 5-3 or another close game, maybe a 4-3 or a, a 3-2. Um, I'd just give South City the nod. But if South London United turn up, then, yeah, we're going to get a game. Two wins predicted for South City. A red card in the game between the last between the two of them with the South City 5-3 win. Maybe changing the game. Uh, we don't know what time the red card came, but South London United did get a red card in that game on that that the last time these two played in the 5-3 win to South City. So interesting to see this one. Uh, win, lose or draw. Um, sorry, lose or draw for South London United. Um, that their, their season isn't going to be defined, I don't think, by by this one particular game. Uh, massive, massive uh, contribution to Bob Dixon League One. Uh, South City will have the bit between their teeth to get the result uh, and get closer to Magpie mm-hmm. Recruitment, who are away good, from again the- a good Again, a good game. Very good. They're in they're in okay. County Cup action. Into the third fixture this week, and it is Atletico Madrid taking on uh, Painters Community. Uh, this one is a league free fixture, and after their epic battles um, with Top Deck over recent weeks, Atletico Madrid got that win back before Christmas, and they start twenty twenty four on a high. You'd have to say Atletico top of the division. Um, with eight wins from 10 games, two defeats 
uh, in the league, 24 points. Painters uh, are fourth uh, after 10 games, same amount of games played. Six wins, one draw uh, and three losses. A zero uh, goal difference for the Painters boys. 18 scored, 18 conceded, uh, plus 18 for Alfletico Madrid, Graham. Um, as I say, it was important. I think we alluded as much on the last podcast that we recorded that that win psychologically for Alvaletico Madrid was the one sort of blemish, the, those results against top deck that they'd experienced in the season. But getting that sort of monkey off their back, um, getting the win back, avenging that defeat, um, they'll be buoyed for this. They'll, they'll know what this game is all about and they won't want to lose this fixture to undo the good that they've done by getting that win back against top deck. No, I agree with that. And I think they've got a great opportunity, Andrew, not only to put a bit of distance between themselves and Top Deck, but to put a di- bit of distance between themselves and Painters. I think almost if they beat Painters, I think you can almost rule Painters out from catching Alfletico. And then it becomes then a three-horse race, essentially, rather than a four-horse race, I think, for the two promotion spots, mm-hmm. particularly from an Alfletico um perspective i think it was 2-0 when the two teams i think played in the cup uh, a few weeks ago so you know that was a tight tight affair painters though i think they've had a bit of a mixed season um it, it kind of feels that they've gone a little bit under the radar and maybe they've not reached the heights that they have um in previous seasons but nonetheless i think they've they've done enough and i know enough and i've seen enough to think, you know, that they could possibly get a result out of this. Um, and is it going to be post-Christmas blues for any of these teams? You don't know with people travelling. You don't know what squads are available. You don't know whether people have been carrying injuries. We don't know what the pitches are going to be like this weekend. No. So if you factor all of those things in, mm. not only to this game, but to all of the games, I think maybe some results this weekend are not going to go the way people maybe expect them to go. That said, France is backing... Um, Alfletico Madrid 4-1 big big shout from Francis this that is a big shout that is uh, a huge shout yeah I'm sticking with a 2-1 to Alfletico Madrid humble humble uh, win but I think we'll see now Alfletico have got the scene have got top deck games done and dusted I think we'll see him return to um, head down order Straight head on. down head yeah, yeah, down yeah. get the job yeah. done uh, they'll know that it's, the job's far from done that that wobble um, probably um put their feet back on the ground and, and painters, they'll know all about them. But two wins predicted for painters Atletico don't Madrid. don't concede though, Andrew, do they? I mean, they're all on they're all on 18 against, aren't they? Atletico, top deck and painters, they're all on 18 conceded. Dar is 20 conceded. They don't give an away an awful lot, but the problem is for painters, they haven't got the firepower, it seems. Only 18 goals. They're, um, I think, the lowest scorers other than Mortlake in the division, which is very unusual with Crazy, a yeah. zero goal difference that a team is in contention for promotion in the first place, I mm. think. So I think they're going to have, all have to have been good boys last year and got new football boots from Santa at Christmas. <laughs> and once with specially sparkling glitter on it that uh, gets their scoring boots out. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll see how that one pans out. But I can't see 4-1. I can see where he's coming from from an Alfletico win, but nonetheless, I think this is this is a tight game, and yeah, um, I do I do feel that it's a must win for for painters. I think they need to land a blow on one of those other three promotion rivals to give themselves a chance. If they don't, then I think a four horse race maybe goes down to a three horse race this weekend. Interesting, thank you. Uh, Into League Six for the last of our four games, and uh, we are Alfletico Madrid. Alfletico heavy. double, double. We are heavy. Yes, we are. Uh, Atletico Madrid reserves 
take on top of the pile. Who thought we'd be saying that this time last year? Top of the pile, Mitchum Strollers. Uh, Atletico Madrid reserves are third in the table. Seven wins, two draws and one loss from their 10 games. A plus 12 goal difference. Uh, well over the two-point um, average, you say, a team probably well needs to have to be considered uh, a promotion candidate. They're over that at the moment. Mitchum Strollers, 28 points from their 11 games. Just one defeat, uh, one draw. Nine wins in 11, a uh, plus 26 goal difference. The transformation at Mitchum Strollers is one that continues to um, astound, really. They, were, they weren't great last season, but what a turnaround for the boys. They find themselves top of the division going into uh, the business end of the season, the second half of the season. Um, but stiff opposition in Alfletico Madrid. One defeat themselves, uh, Graham. If they won this, Alfletico would be... Um, two points behind with a game in hand still. Um, yeah. So the job is far from done for Mitchum Strollers, but a, a win for the Strollers yeah. would really help their plight uh, at the top of the table. I love the way that you've you've just put that into context because Mitchum, it seems to me that they've been there all season. I think they have. I think they've been right there right from the very um, start. And we've questioned them week after week. Are they going to do it? Is there a dodgy result going to get chucked in? Are we going to get the Mitchell from last season? Are they going to be able to cope with the pressure of kind of being the leaders? What is their own internal pressure that they've put on themselves? What is their own expectation? And I just love the way that essentially, you know, you've built that up. You're right. If Atletico get that result, then all of a sudden, what looks a really healthy lead and a really good position from Mitchum is just completely then reversed and turned on its head. And then you're kind of saying, well, hang on a minute. Atletico have not really been in the top kind of couple of places uh, in recent weeks. Where have they come from? They've come out of, of nowhere. And now all of a sudden, they might look like um, favourites along with Ram. So one of those three teams is going to miss out. And and I think if you're Mitchum and you've been top as long as they have, they've gone way over the halfway mark now. There's seven mm. games to go. Yep. If they don't go on and secure that, I think they will be extremely disappointed. I feel, though, from a Ram and Al Alfletico perspective, I almost feel that that was their expectation at the start of the season, that they had you know, got a, an expectation within the group that they both would go up. So... I don't know whether maybe Mitchum had that expectation. I mean, I would be surprised if they did on the back end of, of last season. I think they would have just wanted to, to um, you know, kind of acclimatise to the division, get some results, get some more players through the door, build that confidence up and kind of re-establish and kind of reinvent the squad. That's mm. what my expectation of Mitchum would be. But I think they've put themselves in such a good position. If they don't go on and do it from here, I think they'll be extremely disappointed. So... I, I think, to be honest, if they want to go up, if Mitchum get a draw, I think that would be okay. That would just hold our Alfletico off. If they've got aspirations that they want to win the title and go up, uh, Mitchum, I think, will need to win this game. Flipping that round, if Alfletico, I think, want to win the title, then I think they have to win this game. So there's a lot at stake here. There is. And, and looking at the league table, we're starting to see with the games played from the from the from fourth place, um, AFC Putney 11 down, uh, it's looking like a, a three-horse race now, Oh, 100%. Yeah, no, it's been a three-horse race for a couple of weeks, I think. I think everybody else has all played too many games. Francis has gone for a 3-2 Mitchum Strollers win. 
which makes it which makes me an easy you're gonna prediction. go three two the other way <laughs> of course you are I'll go three two the other this way this is predictable as the British weather this is <laughs> now it's nice to be able to make these games go especially that's how good the predictions are we people who listen to the Westford section as well um, so many games it's just a toss of a coin in terms of who the winners are going to be um, and yeah I'm going to go for Alphaletico Madrid um, Ram as we as we've alluded to are part of this this top this three pack of teams chasing down the title they'll be praying for um, a draw I imagine um, they're waiting in the wings. The only unbeaten team in League Six are Ram. Um, Too many draws, though. I mean, their last result at 10th of December, I think 7 0 against Junction League Thirds, which I thought was a real statement of intent. So um, that's why I'm saying I think if Mitchum want to win the title, I think they've got to win the game. I think FL Fletico want to win the title. I think they've got to win the game. I think if Mitchum just want to go up without winning the title, I think they could afford a draw because Ram are waiting in the wings and they are obviously the other team that are going to be, um, um, what, what would I use the word, kingmakers almost, if you like, um, in terms of deciding potentially who is going to do what and who is going to finish where. So, yeah, a, a few games to go, but I think this is um, I think this is as good as game you'll get in, in League Six this season. I think it's a great game. Ram, no games now for a couple of weeks. Their next fixture is um, towards the back end of January. Uh, with the Chairman's Cup preliminary round game against London. Oh, he'll Dynamo get a game London. beforehand. When, when the fixture secretary earns his corn and starts to um, pull his socks up and get some <laughs> fixtures out, then um, he'll get a game earlier than that. Thank you, uh, Francis, for your predictions again. Let's have a quick scan through the rest of the fixtures from Sunday the 7th of January, happening throughout uh, Summer Sunday, into the Prem Division. Just the one game to play. Uh, this week and it is a beauty Junction Elite first taking on Sporting Continental uh, two great teams uh, for the those two Sunday. teams I just love this game because they've been outside of the top division you know for so long yeah. they've both worked so hard to get there I feel yeah they, they kind of deserve that they deserve that game I think that is I think that epitomises everything that's good about the Southern Sunday League in terms of you don't just get given it, you have to earn it. And they both earned their right to play that fixture against each other. So congratulations to both teams. Fair yeah. play to them. Yeah, that's it. They both arrived this this season uh, together in the in the Prem. Um, and yeah, good luck to both teams. Junction Lee have a title race on their hands. Uh, Sporting Continental with a hell of a lot of work to do, but um, they can get amongst it too if they can win their games in hand. Uh, none tougher at the minute than Junction Elite Firsts, a real, real head of steam uh, behind their efforts at the moment. In the match arc, Tony Eldridge Championship, uh, pick of the games, uh, Cosmos Battersea Wanderers is a very, very good game. And Sellhurst against Putney Town. Um, Putney Revenge Town could be on the cards. Though. Yeah, I was, was going to say Putney Town with um, one of the most cherished of, of things against Sellhurst, uh, a win. It was a cup game in the Frank Blundstone Cup. Uh, but Putney Town in form. Um, Sellhurst, no momentum going into this one. Um, that's a real good fixture. Uh, uh, the level of the games picked for our predictions this week, this one misses out. Just goes to show how good the other games were, doesn't it? Absolutely fantastic. Kudos uh, go up against Albion as well. Kudos, one of the chasing packs in uh, for promotion. Uh, in the championship, an excellent, excellent week of fixtures. Uh, in Bob Dixon League One, uh, we've spoken about South City and South London United, undoubtedly uh, the game of the day in the division. But we have the Wimbledon Derby, Wimbledon Commoners against Wimbledon Wolves, also in League One. 
two teams. Could have gone in. That could have gone in. Could have done. Uh, in League Two, just the one game, Harbert Rovers taking on Atletico Buble. Good luck to both teams. One game in League Three. We've spoken about it. Atletico Madrid against Painters Community. Good luck to both teams uh, in that one. In a JSF Plumbing and Heating League Four game of the day. Club Football Val against AFC Bluebirds. Club Football Val uh, improved this season. AFC Bluebirds maybe not setting the world alight as they have done uh, for me in previous years. Um, but they certainly look to climb out the table, want to be putting um, some daylight between them and the relegation zone, as will Club Football Val, um, who uh, sit one place behind them. Uh, a bit of a grudge match there. Both teams looking over their shoulder uh, to try and put some daylight between themselves and the relegation zone. That could be uh, a very good game. In League 5, uh, I mean, pick any of the games in League okay. 5 any week. Holloway Royals taking on St. Matthew's Project first. There will be goals in that one. Goal fest, yeah. Uh, and Sheen Park Rangers uh, take on Sloan. We haven't seen Sloan uh, for a while. It seems they haven't played too much football. Only one game played for them uh, in December. Um, November was um, active for them. But one game in December. Can they come back in their first game of asking uh, and get a win against the Sheen Park Rangers with some pedigree? Uh, they've won their last three by, uh, by scoring six goals. Uh, in each of them, um, there'll be goals in this one. The last time these two met, it was a 2-0 win to Sloan. Um, but interesting to see uh, free scoring Sloan Park Rangers, uh, Sheen Park Rangers, even Sloan Park Rangers. You made, so, made a new team out of both of those I did, teams I did. There. Maybe, maybe if they're having trouble, I've just created, they can join up together and I've just given their team name. But um, Sheen Park <laughs> scored 18 goals in their last three games. Sloan will be aware of that but they'll also know that they've got that 2-0 win against them uh, recently as well. In League 6, we've spoken about Atletico Madrid Reserves and Mitcham Strollers. Uh, Junction Elite thirds will look to beat uh, London Northcote uh, as well. And LMT, which LMT will turn up this week? They play an AFC Putney 11, fully aware the amount of games they've played. Uh, but they'll, they'll want a win to keep themselves in touch with that top three yeah. we've spoken about. In League 7, uh, pick of the games, Southwest Foxes against Deportivo La Caruña. Can Southwest Foxes do what most teams in League 7 haven't been able to do, all teams in fact, and beat Deportivo La Caruña? Uh, they'll be hoping that the too many mince pies for the uh, Cal the Caruña boys um, will mean the Foxes can uh, get that win. Uh, fingers crossed uh, if you're a Southwest Foxes fan. Uh, uh, Westminster Wanderers Fulfs look to... Uh, scrabble egg fried roost at the first time of asking in 2024. Bad puns have already started. In League 8, uh, Dara Reserves take on Exonians. Dara Reserves struggling a bit uh, this season uh, and Exonians looking to um, reassert themselves in League 8. Maybe too much work now for them to do in terms of titles. They're playing catch up by some distance, but they'll want to end strongly. Uh, so Matthew Project B take on SW Lions. Also in League 8, uh, SW Lions. Um, mixed bag of a season. They take on bottom place, Samashi Project B. But could you be do, any result, Matt. Could be, could be, any could be anything, exactly. Uh, in League 9, pick of the day for me. Uh, there is Club International, the football Clapham, taking on Lark Hall City. Uh, and kudos seconds. Uh, they take on Tyne and Thames. Tyne and Thames, with that wobble, don't forget, just before uh, Christmas with that 3-1 defeat. To Wanderers, unforeseen result that one. Uh, but kudos are seconds, uh, second uh, bottom in the table. Are kudos second, should I say? Um, they've been beaten heavily 
uh, in their last couple of games. Uh, they got a two-all draw against ACT Arantes last time out. Uh, they'll be hoping to get some change from Thames, uh, Thailand Thames in the best division mm. in the Southern Sunday. The South Grassroots League 10, Lenton Old Boys against Dynamo. London Lenton looking to uh, confirm or cement their place at the top end of the table. Uh, South London Pekin take on Brockwell Violets. Um, Brockwell Violets fourth in the table looking to uh, get that game in hand and push them closer uh, to Porto sitting in that second promotion place. Uh, so, uh, Dynamo London bottom of the table uh, taking on Lenton Old Boys who are top and uh, haven't lost a game this season. Only drawn one of their nine games. Eight wins too. That's a big, big ask for Dynamo London. Um, you can only see the Lenton Old Boys getting a win there, Graham. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't know what's happened to Dynamo London, but the Dylan Rigobert winners from last season are a million miles away. Yeah, uh, and it's up grassroots Marcus Lipton Cup, the most unpredictable cup in Sunday League football. Clapham Rovers from the Prem taking on Broomwood uh, from Division uh, League 8 even. Uh, any chance for the Broomwood boys there, Graham? In the Marcus Lipton Cup, you've always got a chance. <laughs> I'm seeing well and truly on the fence. <laughs> uh, old Sartonians welcome uh, St Andrews. That one, over... I'm not confident of Old Sartonians no, no. coming up with an upset in that one. Sorry, sorry boys. boys. Yeah, sorry, boys. St Andrews. I'm being realistic. Yeah, they're a fantastic side. And the Frank Blundstone Cup, pick it around. Um, carpet against AFC Putney. Uh, that's a closely matched I feel that's game. a big game, Andrew, for both teams, actually. I feel that's a very big game for both teams. They've both been struggling in the Premier Wins have been very hard to come by. Could a good cup win here? Could that be the catalyst yes, for the start yeah. of their season? I think it's a great opportunity for both teams to get a win there. So, uh, result will be interesting. I think so too. And the Ken Bailey Cup, uh, Putney Pacers take on AFC South London. Two teams desperate for wins, uh, you'd have to say. Uh, and Will Dundon will take on Stanley All-Stars in a good game. Uh, Donovan Thomas Cup, Ribblesdale Rovers taking on uh, AFC Poplar Rovers, you have to say that's a big away win favourite uh, there for that one. Brian Howard, President's Cup, uh, AFC Old Town taking on East Putney. Okay. Uh, and we've spoken about uh, Venezia Dons against Vauxhall Verges in the same uh, in the same competition. Good luck to all the teams there. Uh, in the London Sunday Junior Cup, uh, there's, an, there's some, I noticed on the Westford fixtures, there's three uh, Southern Sunday teams welcoming um, Westford teams over to your neck of the woods. So we'll give those ones a shout out. Argentina take on South Ballers uh, from Westford. Uh, Val County uh, take on the gun. They're not from Westford. Wandsworth Warriors take on Hartford. Very, very good side Hartford. That's a tough, tough task uh, for Wandsworth Warriors this one, but they've been going well themselves. So that's an interesting one. Uh, looked forward to seeing the result of that one. Hartford on something like a 11 or 12 game winning yep. streak. Um and Wandsworth, Wandsworth Warriors will give them a game, no question about that. That's a hard tie for Hartford. No, it's question. a hard one that factoring in with the away with the away day and all that as well. That's a tough, tough ask for Hartford. I think that's a nice tie. Yeah, I think so too. Chairman's Cup. Yay! Yeah. We're underway. <laughs> preliminary rounds. We're underway. Prelim- preliminary round stuff. Pure football take on old ruts. That could be um, a massacre. Clap and Wanderers against Parklife. Intriguing fixture. Um, Rygate Robots against Bellum and Clapham Albion both teams looking at that one potentially um, as winnable um, and South London against Southside United the highlights there Q Antigua against uh, Thames River Plate also a good little game uh, some good games there Graham uh, and the Surrey FA uh, 
Junior County Cup Magpie take on Clapham Chiefs in an all Southern Sunday tie, as is Mundi LB taking on Oldfields in the same competition. Good luck to all four teams uh, in that one. Uh, and Monotype take on uh, Dara from the Southern Sunday. Graham, have you got a game this weekend? I'm on the County Cup game between Magpie and Clapham Chiefs. Ha <laughs> <laughs> You love Fra- it, don't you? You love it. Francis will be pleased. Oh, I'm sure he will. Um, what's the odds on uh, penalty from Mr. R on Sunday is probably what he's saying. <laughs> I gave okay. one in the last game and bloody um, South London United bloody squandered it and he got maximum points on the bloody predictions. Uh... I can't do more than that, can I? <laughs> well, thank God that the County Cups don't feature in our predictions um, but an, an all Southern Sunday uh, tie that one in from, every and every, every aspect. In every aspect. <laughs> good luck to all of the teams representing the league in their county cups, uh, and good luck to all the teams in their fixtures this weekend. Graham, that's the end of a rather short section. Uh, well, it was I, supposed to be short. Yeah, we, we drank, it never we is. Drank, it? <laughs> no, uh, but no, but uh, we enjoy it nonetheless. Graham, enjoy your weekend. Uh, and I'll speak to you next week. Thanks, Andrew. Fingers crossed on the weather and Happy New Year, everybody. Next up on the podcast is Mr. Jamie Nimmo and the OBDSFL predictions for games happening uh, on the 7th of January. Jamie, first and foremost, Happy New Year. Welcome back to the podcast. Um we're excited to have our Sunday League football back. Yes, Happy New Year to Andrew and all the Silk family. Um, <laughs> it's good to be it's good to be back. Although, um, yeah, I'm not sure about this climate that we're we're currently operating in. I think we need to move Sunday League to South Carolina or something like that. Yeah, we need, um, some, we need some nice weather, don't we? Yeah, it's not looking too promising at the minute, but. We have some very good fixtures to talk about, so hopefully they all get to go ahead and we get back in action. Yeah, some fixtures, maybe some of these teams wouldn't wouldn't have wanted first game back uh, after a bit of a break, uh, but nonetheless, you have to play these teams anyway. So getting them done, I guess, is the name of the game. First up this week, uh, and it's a real podcast favourite type of game, uh, I mean, it doesn't need any introduction, Jamie. Bickley uh, taking on Kenningwell. Two teams. Uh, success uh, just goes hand in hand with their name. Uh, Bickley could put a bit of a dent in in the title. They could retain the title with, with a good uh, headwind and some good um, results against the team, against teams like Kenningwell. Um, Kenningwell certainly up there. Uh, there or thereabouts in the table. Kenningwell second in the table after five games, 13 points, no losses for them so far. Uh, Bickley have played four, one less than Kenningwell. Uh, one defeat and three wins for the Bickley boys. A win for them this this weekend would put them two points behind uh, Kenningwell with a game in hand. Just showing, Jamie, if you just, if you don't look, if you just take the league table and face value, then you'd think Bickley may be struggling a little bit, but they are close there with that game in hand. Um, they'll be looking at, at Farnborough pretty quickly, won't they? With a win on Sunday, should I say? Yeah, that's what the sites will be set on. They're, they're, they've been there and done it. They know how to how to go over the line in this, so they won't be looking too far ahead. And 
you know, I don't think they can afford to, given obviously they're playing a Kennywell team who haven't lost themselves. So yeah, um, but yeah, they can only go three points, one one at a time. Basically, if they are going to get themselves back into into that fold and look to retain the title, so um, yeah, an interesting one. What what are they? What probably the perfect game to welcome in twenty twenty four? it this one for the for the podcast. Yeah, um, I was I was appointed to this game about this fixture about four times last season, and none of the games took place because of weather. Yeah. Uh, I know that this game is going to be played is due to be played at at the ever so touchy uh, Queen Mary's University. Much more rain, sadly, I can't see this one going ahead. But anyway, Jamie, we've got a job to do, uh, and that is to predict this game incorrectly. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> Um, well, I mean, just on the Queen Mary, we played Wish down there after a game that we all thought was in jeopardy. One of the weekends, and loads of games were off, so it survived. So, you know, touch wood to this one. It has the same fate, and, and hopefully they can get it played. Yeah. Um, this is always a tricky one for us to predict, but I feel that I'm going to go for a, a prediction here that makes life very easy for you in the follow-up. So, <laughs> I think... Bickley are going to win 2-1. So oh, I, know exactly, I know exactly what you're going to do. <laughs> you're a gentleman. I'm going to go 2-1 to Kennywell, and that keeps everyone happy uh, on the podcast. But what a brilliant game. You're right, Jamie. Um, some old um, heads are, are involved in both teams, friends involved in, in, in both teams, friends of the podcast, and and people that have become friends um, from other, other things involved with the podcast. So this is a win-win situation for us uh, on the podcast. But yeah. Um, a win either way for these teams. It cements Bickley's place as a as a as a top side in the division this season, uh, and gets them well involved in the title race. Uh, and a win for Kenningwell just negates that game in hand for um, for Bickley, um, and uh, puts Kenningwell um, top of the table. Um, no, potentially top of the table with a win. Um, Farnborough are are at home to um, Groundhoppers in a good run of form themselves. Not an easy one for 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 Farnborough this weekend. So big games at the top end of the table. Good luck to both teams. Um, two one predicted for Bickley by Jamie, uh, and a two one predicted uh, by me for Kenningwell. Um, yeah, the best game in the OBDSFL for me um, by by some way. Good luck to both teams. Uh, game two is in uh, the Division Two. Uh, and it puts together top against second. Uh, and we're staying at the top end of the tables for all of our predictions this week. Um, XLP taking on Woodside. Um, XLP uh, with uh, a win in their last game out against LIC and a two-all draw uh, against Kamazi Mentivation. Uh, Woodside um, haven't played uh, since the middle of um, December. The 10th of December was their, was their last game when they saw off uh, Croydon United 5-1 in the County Cup. Uh, before that, five nil wins against LIC uh, and Rygate Road Rangers um, and and Broccoli. They've been scoring five goals per game for the last four games, Jamie. The last time these two met on the 22nd of October, it was a 3 nil win to XLP. Something tells me Woodside are going to fancy this one. Yeah, I think they have been waiting for this for a while. Um I'm sure as soon as that, even where XLP is early form, I'm sure this one was marked straight after that. So, yeah, they'll be up for it. XLP, we don't really hear much on socials and stuff, so it's hard to kind of gauge, but their form is exceptional for a, for a long period. And then just a little little hiccup, a little wobble, 
um, a few weeks before the break. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'd say not played a lot of football. Will it go against them, or may, will they be just fully? But yeah, everyone, everyone starts from a fresh. Everyone sort of starts fresh, form wise, uh, momentum wise after two weeks off because of Christmas. I think I think that's fair to say, isn't it? It's all clean, yeah. clean slates now. I suppose you're right. So, um, I would like to think for the for the sake of the title that would say they'll get their own back on XLP and, and these two will go head to head. It's a shame this game's actually coming so early in the year because this could have been a title decider. But um, I think I'm going to backward side. Yeah, um, I'm going to go for both. Oh, they're scoring a lot of goals, both teams, aren't they? Let's go for four three Woodside. Or three Woodside. I was thinking of Wood. I was going to go Woodside uh, myself. Just averaging one goal a game conceded. Um, XLP about scoring about four goals a game uh, on average. So I'm going to go two conceded for Woodside. Uh, in terms of goals scored, uh, I'm going to go for um, a three-two Woodside win. Um, both teams more than capable of scoring. XLP it seems a bit more easy to get at defensively. Uh, but that firepower is immense. Uh, Woodside, three games in hand on topside XLP. If they won this one and then the three games in hand, uh, that's a 12 That's twelve points. That would be um, a massive, massive swing uh, for them. They'd be comfortably top of the of the division, um, but loads of work to do still, Woodside. And Hayden, you still there as well on the shoulder as are Crayford Arrows. A very, very good division. Uh, this one, Division 2, when you look at that top four, lots of experience in there and plenty of talent. Um, it's not over by a long shot yet. But yeah, that that game, this game is a fantastic one. Uh, game three on our predictions, and we go to the the division of death with the amount of, team, <laughs> the amount of teams in here. Uh, eight or nine teams, all capable um, of winning this division. Uh, and two of them, at them, two of the early pace setters face off. Um, in our game, in our third game of our predictions. Wickham Athletic still unbeaten as we enter 2024. Six games played, five wins and one draw. No losses for them, a plus eight goal difference. That is um, humble, I'm going to say, but certainly economic with their goals. Uh, and, and they find themselves on 16 points. Um, six points off of the pace. The only team really... Um, able to trouble Long Lane once games in hand are sorted. Um, they play the Warren, who are second in the division. Ten games played, the most games played in the division, so they'll be looking to keep winning and winning as long as they can because they know uh, once these games in hand get caught up, they may get dragged into um, into the pack. Uh, but their, their form so far this season, seven wins, one draw and two losses, Jamie. Um, that's not really looking like they're going to struggle. If teams do, we expect a lot of these teams to have a similar sort of form as the Warren. Um, they've earned their right to be second in the division with that type of um, form over 10 games. They've still got, if they mirror that in the second half of the season, surely the Warren could be talking about promotion. Um, that surely will be the aim. Uh, but I, I don't think you can look too far ahead in this division. <laughs> There's just... Around every corner, there's just another really tough game against a top side coming. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if they can replicate the form, great, but it's, you've just got to take it one game at a time. as boring and, and as a cliche as that may be. Um, and this is a tough one for them. 
uh, first week back. Like I'm Athletic, I think we're the only the only team that beat Old Manways, didn't they, so far? Yep. yep. So that's quite the feather in the cap. And if yeah, I think that shows the centre with him athletic and I think that might just give them the edge here. I think they might be a little bit stronger than the Warren. Um so I'm gonna go for a three one one for Wickham Athletic in this one. Three one win. I can't back against the Warren um in this one. Uh, with the silk logo on the sleeve, I cannot back against them. That doesn't mean I'm gonna th- I'm gonna say they're gonna win, but I will go for a Desmond uh, in this one. Mm. Uh, sitting on the fence, um, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, the Warren, uh, probably them and Wickham uh, Athletic going over and above in terms of expectations so far this season. Uh, it's a shame that one of these that the teams have to come together so early, maybe. Um, Wickham Athletics uh, unbeaten run will end uh, or will it be the Warren who get another loss in their L column but let's see uh, a very very good game um, down where do Wickham Athletic play they play at Wickham Park Sports Club good luck to both teams in that one uh, two very good teams last but by no means least in our predictions this weekend we go to uh, Division 6 and we see New Park Aslan taking on QOB, QOB out of sorts uh, after a really, really good start. Uh, it all started to go the shape of a pair since November onwards. QOB um, have been in trouble. Uh, New Park Aslan, top of the table for periods of the, of the year. Uh, their last game, Jamie, was a 3 1 defeat to Benhurst United. Benhurst top uh, going into 2024. Um, an alarming run of form for QOB, despite vocal fans um, on SoundCloud commenting uh, on the team week in, week out. The the, the faithful remain um, hopeful of a QOB promotion party at the end of the year. Um, but to me, this is this has got QOB. Uh, this has got New Park Aslan win written all over it. Um, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it was either going to be this or the Benhurst game uh, for this division, and I've, I've gone for this one purely because it's two teams who have, have been top and been looking like they're going to be the main the main side, and they've just fallen away. I mean, I think QLB were winning every game, and we put them on the predictions, and then they lost three or four in a row. So yeah. maybe this will have the reverse uh, effect. Who knows? But um, yeah, if uh, you're, you're favouring your park as one. Um, I would have them as slight favourites, I think, um, just going by previous results. Um, so I will back them. I know I know what you'll go for, so I need to go a bit more <laughs> extravagant here. Um, let's go 3-2 to New Park as one. 3-2 New Park. I'm going to go 2-1 New Park. Obviously, I, I showed my cards very, very early then. Uh, <laughs> New Park averaging three goals a game, but conceding about three goals a game as well. Uh, QOB over their seven games, they're averaging over. Uh, so yeah, over two goals a game scored, but conceding about the same. So similar, similar type of uh, goal differences um, to the but game on a game by game basis. Um, so yeah, expect goals. Um, I'm actually looking at three two, probably looking more likely. Uh, plus four goal difference for New Park over ten games, and QOB plus one over seven. Uh, both teams have lost three games uh, out so far this season. Um, yeah, it's going to be close. QOB will be looking to return to form uh, and reignite those 
early season promotion hopes, title hopes, actually early season. Um, New Park looking uh, to maintain um, their top of the their top of the table status uh, with the likes of Benhurst, who are at Sport, who welcome Sporting FM to their ground this weekend. Sporting FM third place, so an important weekend at the top end of the table. That is all the predictions. Let's have a look through the fixtures. The rest of the fixtures from Sunday, the 7th of January, just a pick of the games from, from each division. In the Prem division, we've spoken about the proper Classico of Sunday League football, FC Bickley against Kennywell. We've done that one. Uh, two teams looking to get back to winning ways, Elmstead and Hatcham. Uh, that's a real good game, but two teams um, who will need wins, want wins more than anything else. Farnborough ground up is also a good game. Ground up is in good form uh, of late, looking to topple. Uh, FOBG at the top of the Prem Division. Uh, other games elsewhere. Croydon Boys, Palace Saint-Germain take on Spartans. Uh, first set went to Palace Saint-Germain. In that one, Spartans will be looking to avenge defeat. Uh, and Golden Eagles take on MSL. All the games in the Prem. Very good this, this week. Uh, Division 1, pick of the game. Sydenham against Bexley. Obviously a good game for the podcast. Uh, LSU against LSC. The battle of the... Acronyms this weekend uh, and Kamazi Kamazi Mentivation against Lesser in Division Two it was a real barnstormer last year, three two I think it went uh, and it was a real battle. So hopefully them those types of games reigniting this season a real tasty one in Division Two. Hayden Youth taking on Beckenham Rovers is a good game in Div Two and XLP Woodside we've already spoken about in Division Three. Uh, Petswood Old Boys taking on Duke of Clarence. Duke of Clarence will expect wins in that one. Uh, Ministry of Ball and Greenwich Mariners go at it again, Jamie. Uh, after your first game, uh, you played against them quite recently. Uh, it's been a while since you've played uh, a game as a team. Um, as we said earlier in the podcast, it's a clean slate momentum-wise, but that's not necessarily a good thing because you you boys were, well, you, had a, you, you had a real good uh, momentum going in. Uh, before Christmas and not getting any games. Uh, has that knocked the stuffing, that stuffing out of you or has injuries cleared up? How's, how's it looking at the Mariners now? It's looking all right. Um, yeah, not ideal that we've not had or we didn't have any football in the whole of December, um, which was disappointing. But it means that we should be kind of, everyone should be back fully flat and we're to go. Um, I'll need to do a bit of an assessment and see where we are for training tomorrow. But, yeah, it's a game where, you know, we, we played them before and we, we lost 4-0. It didn't feel like a 4-0 type of game, but the result was a result and we, we definitely want to overturn that. Um, a game where we did have chances at the start and then we just had one of those brain fart periods where things just didn't go for us and, yeah. and we lost some silly cheap goals. So, um, yeah, hopefully um, we can pick from a, a, an almost silly fit squad um, not too many pigs and blankets were consumed. Hopefully, everyone, <laughs> everyone's in decent nick. Um, otherwise, I'm going to start stretching the kit. Out. But um, no, it's it's a, it's it's a tough game. But obviously, it's a good game to get us back into the swing of things. Um, we're we're doing well. We're sitting third on the table, so we're not chasing, looking upwards, um, like we usually are this time of year, which is a a bit of a strange feeling for us. So yeah, we'll we'll put together the best team we can and then yeah, hopefully we can get a result and another three points on the board that's obviously going to be the aim. Yeah, good luck with that one. Ellis against DC Football one of the games in Division 3 catching the eye. Also, uh, Wilgar welcome Chislas to their gaff this weekend in what could be 
uh, a tough game for Chislest. In Division 4, I mean, take your pick. Eastwick and Wanderers against FC United of Bromley. A game looks a little bit different uh, this season as it did last year. FC United of Bromley desperate to get back to winning ways. Eastwick and Wanderers certainly there or thereabouts in promotion. Chats in Division 4. Huxley guards against Alpington. Uh, a very good game. Uh, Wickham Athletic against the Warren we've already spoken about. Uh, good luck to all the Div 4 teams. Div 5 uh, sees joiners against Highfield. Rovers, good luck to Highfield. Um, Kingsdale taking on LSU Reserve should go the way uh, of the Kingsdale boys. And Petswood Roadrunners against Bexley Heath um, is a good game. In Div 6, Warren Development take on Bromley Athletic. Benhurst Sporting FM sees first against third. Uh, New Park Aslan QOB, the game of the day, no doubt, in Division 6. Uh, as we've spoken about, South Berlin desperate for points against a Bexley Athletic side. You'd expect to jump up the table once they do um, play their games in hand. Three defeats in five for Bexley Athletic, but they're better than that. Uh, not too much football played this season for them so far. Uh, South Berlin struggling. Um, as the basement boys, four points from 11 games for them. Uh, one win and one draw. Uh, minus 39 goals uh, this season. So Bexley Athletic will be looking to exploit that. Uh, and the last of the league games, ex against Green Street Green. In the President's Charity Cup, Phoenix Sports 4 against the Manor will be everything you expect it to be. That will be uh, a blinder down at Hall Place on Sunday. Good luck to both teams. Uh, and in the London Sunday Junior Cup, uh, Nissi FC welcome Long Lane seconds to their gaff. God knows where they play, Jamie, but that sounds like a horrendous away day for the first game back after Christmas. Yeah, far from ideal, but they go there fairly confidence, don't they? For the, the the form that they've been in. So whatever it may be, um hopefully they come back with the win and they're in the the hat for the next round. Indeed. Jamie, thank you for your time. That is the end, unfortunately, uh, of a shorter uh, podcast this week. Back on Monday uh, with your full reviews and uh, previews of all the games from the Openton and Bromley. Good luck this week against um Ministry of Ball, Jamie, and I'll speak to you next week. Cheers, mate. Last but by no means least is the North Kent Sunday Football League section of the podcast. Another cup draw at the end of this section, the John Robinson League Cup A draw. Uh, quarterfinals uh, of that cup draw will be uh, made at the end of this section. Uh, but before we get there, a welcome back, Rav, to um, the Silk Grassroots, the Sunday League Show podcast uh, for 2024. Uh, a well-earned break, Rav, but back to it as we look out the window. Grey and windy and raining uh, up my neck of the woods. I doubt it's very different <laughs> where, where you are at the moment. Um, yeah. Hopefully we get some football this weekend because we're missing it already. We are indeed. Uh, um, good to be back. Uh, apologies for missing the last show, but as we just discussed, work was a bit mad. Um, luckily today, uh, it, it has been a bit grey, but it's a bit dry at the moment, which is um, okay for us. But uh, the rest of the week, it does look like it's going to be very wet. So um, fingers crossed games are on. Fingers crossed. Hopefully I haven't just jinxed it and, and sent a load of rain clouds down down your down the A2 to Gravesend <laughs> <laughs> and ruin your day. But um, four games picked by the man himself. All league games this week uh, in the North Kent Sunday Football League. Uh, and first up is Gravesend Athletic taking on uh, Greenways 
Aces. Uh, Graves and Athletic fourth in the division. Greenways Aces second on a mini wobble. Haven't lost a league game yet this season, uh, Greenways Aces, but it feels like um, they've stuttered maybe over the last month or so of the season. Uh, Rav Gravesend, Athletic, three wins, one draw and three losses so far this season. Uh, Their last game uh, was on the 10th of December and they lost 3-0 to the Cricketers. Uh, Greenways Aces' last fixture, um, a 2-0 defeat to Guru Nanak in the Senior Cup group stage. Um, momentum completely gone after a couple of weeks off. Rav, um, where do you go for this one? It's, it's, it's a clean slate, and I think both teams are um, probably happy uh, to start afresh in 2024. Oh, def- definitely, you mentioned momentum. I don't think either of these sides really had any genuine momentum no. um, with their form. Um, so it is a clean slate. Um, however, I'm not sure I can pick a winner. Um, so I'm going to sit on the fence with this one, um, and go I'm going to go, and I'm going to go for Des- Desmond. I'm going to go two all. Two all. Uh, first prediction from Rav of the year: a fence sitter. That is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's not committed. Okay, uh, for me, I'm going to back Greenway's Aces. Second in the table, uh, no losses so far. They'll be aware of that. Um, as I say, they've not played since the 10th of December, so a long, long break for them. Uh, maybe just enough uh, freshness in the legs to go again uh, and start 2024. Uh, I mean, it's been a decent start. If you'd have offered them that, I'm sure after seven games, they'd have taken that start all day long. Um, 100%. Only conceded six goals, so steely defence. Uh, just just under half of what Rosend Athletic have conceded and scored about the same. So I'm going to go for my customary 2-1 uh, Greenways Aces win. Good luck to both teams. Another all senior division tie uh, for our second game. Uh, and we are Gravesend heavy uh, in our team names uh, at the very least um, this week on the predictions. Uh, Gravesend cricketers taking on uh, Guru Nanak. This is fifth in the table against sick. Both teams played the same amount of games. The cricketers are in fifth place. Um, three wins and three losses for the cricketers. Uh, Guru Nanak with two wins, three draws and just one defeat in their six games. Lots of work for them to do, uh, but a promising start. If they can um, get rid of some of those draws uh, and win um, most of their games in the senior division in 2024, they they could make a a mark at the top end of the table. Yeah, I think that was the aim. Um, Speaking to Mo just before the Christmas break, uh, Guru's manager and obviously um, he saw this season as a kind of building uh, where they've kind of had a bit of a turnover of players both Saturdays and Sundays, um, but Sundays has seen that kind of it's been that kind of it's been an awkward kind of phase for them this season, where they've they've had starts in games and they've they've looked strong in games and just it's just that that little bit in the box for them where they've kind of cost them points or cost them wins, um, and that having that clinical edge up front. To be fair, the same with a few teams in that league. To be fair, we're having a having a a genuine goal scorer is. Is cost teams. Um, however, I think they'll just have a little bit too much for cricketers. Um, even though cricketers got a very good win against um, Brazen Athletic before the Christmas break, um, I think Gurus have got a, a, a better backline, but a better, mid, better midfield as well. Um, so I think they'll sneak a three-two win. Three-two, three-two. The the sharp not sitting on the fence this time. Looking at the goal difference between the two teams, Graves and Cricketers um, joint top scorers in the league 
with 24 goals in six games. That's very decent. Um, but but if you take New Ash Green out of the equation in terms of goals conceded, um, they are the second highest conceders in the league. So I can see why uh, Rav has gone for um, a higher scoring game. I can certainly see that. 15 goals scored by, by the Gurus in six games, uh, nine conceded. 3 2 is a very good shout. I'm going to go 4 3 2 um, Guru Nanak in that one, though. That's busting their, their average game goal per game, but um, it looks like a goal scoring frenzy. That one, I, I'll go for go for 4 3 Guru Nanak. Good luck to both teams there. Third on our games list is another Gravesend team Gravesend Spartans. They take on Sutton Dynamo. Rip-roaring, goal-scoring Sutton Dynamo at the moment. Absolutely bang-on form uh, are the boys. Uh, they play in Division 2. Uh, Spartans top of the league. Sutton Dynamo second. Um, Rav, what a game. What a game to come back to um, after Christmas for the boys. The youngsters at Sutton Dynamo, maybe. I don't know much about the Spartans. Uh, are they an older side or are they a, a, a young side like Sutton Dynamo's? Uh, no, they're really slightly older side. Um, they've had a bit of a, an influx of players as well. They've, they've kind of had a changeover and brought in a few players like Michael Fenn, um, okay. who you mentioned earlier in the season. And yeah, um, so he's, there's obviously a group of friends have come in and given them a new lease of life. Um, and to be fair, this is the last game I went and watched before the Christmas break, um, and I wasn't able to cover on that Monday show um, because the our fixture secretary has obviously felt kind to both these teams to get them <laughs> games out of the way. Um, and maybe put on a bit of a title race for or a title chase down for Saturn Dynamo because they are what four games behind um, and sit on 17 points with Sutton with Gravesend on 31 points. So they need this uh, six point swing quite quick. Um, so one after Christmas, one one before Christmas. Um, and Sutton Dynamo, like you said, are flying. Um, that game before Christmas, they were very good, even though they went 1 0 down. Um, they did have a few chances. Um, play the conditions, home pitch. They knew which way to kick first, knew which way to kick second. Um, and they used that to their advantage um, and managed to get a massive three points for them. Um, and I think they might sneak this one as well. Um, and I'm going to say 2-1 Sutton Dynamo. 2-1 Sutton Dynamo, as Rav is saying. Uh, the, week at, the week before Christmas, we didn't have a, a North Kent Sunday Football League section. Sutton Dynamo is getting the 3-1 win against the Spartans that week. First game back after Christmas and first game of the new year. These two face off again, um, as Rav correctly says, um, owing to an extra draw on the Sutton Dynamo's uh, column at the moment. Two draws out of their eight games. If they win this one, that would go a long way to helping uh, Sutton Dynamo with their title aspirations. If they win this, they would go um, 11 points behind um Graves and Spartans with three games in hand. So they do need a win here, don't they, Rav? Uh, yeah, four games in hand because obviously they've been playing each oh, other. So. Four games. Sorry. So 11 behind with four in hand. Absolutely correct. Of course, they'll be playing each other, won't they? Um, so yeah, uh, that means, yeah, that means they'll if they win then all their games now, they would go top by a point. So it's so, so tight at the top here. This is a massive, massive game. What do I think? Uh Hopefully, lessons learned for if you're a Gravesend Spartans fan, lessons learned from that game they played recently, uh, 3-1 um, against Sutton Dynamo, shows that they've got a stillier defence than some of the teams that Sutton Dynamo have been playing against uh, on the run-up to that 
nine one wins against Riz, um, Ridgeway Darts, six nil wins against Isted United, uh, and that good win against Fleet Down from from Westfer. Uh, all on this run of excellent form that they've been in Gravesend Spartans before the um, Sutton Dunaway games had won four nils, three, five, three, should I say, and three ones against the likes of Taverners, uh, Legend Sports and Castle Hill. So they're no, they're no mugs at all. They know where the back of the net is. You imagine they'd be fired up for this one. They'll know uh, what's at stake. What do we think is going to happen? Do I, do I go head to head with Rav on this game? Yes, I think I will. I'm going to go 2-1 to uh, Gravesend Spartans on this one, just because I've got some breathing space points-wise in, in the predictions overall for the season. Um, I'm going to go Gravesend Spartans 2-1, just to make that um, a head-to-head between myself uh, and Rev. But good luck to both teams. Definitely, definitely game of the day uh, from the four picked uh, for us to predict. A very, very good game. Uh, game four is Greyhound taking on uh, old Peeps, this one is a Div 3 game. Uh, old Peeps, mini wobble uh, since picking up some good form. Uh, they managed to curtail that at the end of the season, with, at the end of the year, should I say, last year, with a 4-2 win uh, against um, Valley Rovers. A very good win, perhaps uh, a sign that they're on their way uh, back to good form. Um, Greyhound, welcome them, who are top of the league. Uh, Greyhound with seven wins, only one loss in their eight games, 21 points. Uh, old peeps down in seventh place, same games played, uh, nine points worse off, 12 uh, points from eight games, four wins and four losses. Uh, goal difference wise, just a plus two for old peeps and a plus uh, 18 for Greyhound. Um, on paper, Rav, it looks like a Greyhound win uh, should happen. Home team against a, 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 an indifferent old peeps, but old peeps have come up with some very good. Um, wins in cup competitions especially uh, but looking at the beginning of December these two did play each other uh, and a 3-2 Greyhound win on the day um, maybe shows I think I'm going towards Greyhound for a win in this one Yeah same I think the pressure will be on them Um, I think they with Royal Brinstonians on the same amount of points um, behind them Um, Brinstonians have reviewed the bottom of the table Mm. so you should see Brinstonians winning on on the weekend um, which means the pressure is on Greyhound, and obviously they've got the the tougher fixture this weekend. Um, yeah. But they'll want to keep up the pace. Um, and like you said, Old Peeps got a very good win against Valley in the Cup um, the weekend before Christmas. Um, and like you, I think Greyhound will sneak this. Um, and I'm going for the same scoreline they had against them earlier in the season. I'm going three two. Three two. It was three 0 yeah. wasn't it? Is it 3-0? I'm going 3-2 there. I'm going 3-2. <laughs> I'll go for 3-1 uh, to Greyhound. I think that's what they call a clean sweep. Uh, Greyhound, really good. Uh, just one, as I say, one defeat. Uh, Royal Brenstonians breathing down their necks. Um, if they those two teams can both get wins uh, this weekend, they will start to put some um, some gap between them and the chasing pack, games in hand and all that stuff playing a part. Um, it's looking like a good weekend. Thank you, Raf. That is the predictions. Let's have a quick look through the rest of the fixtures. We'll pick out um, some of the standout games from each of the divisions before we go with the uh, cup draw uh, that Raf will introduce after this. So into the senior division, uh, and other than the two games we've spoken about, New Ash Green, welcome Real Gamer, 
Uh, Jima for their first game back uh, in the new year. The toughest of games for a team really, really struggling. Um, hopefully the game gets played. Sun take on Halls uh, as well. That's a good game. Uh, in Division 1, uh, Dartford Eagles, Gravesend United. The only uh, Gravesend team I think we haven't mentioned so far uh, on the podcast. And the old level bottle, this take on Northfleet Town. Uh, that's a tasty game. Unlucky to miss out uh, on the predictions. Uh, Division 2, uh, Cobham take on Hall's development. Two teams who picked up real good form uh, just before Christmas. Um, so they'll be raring to go. Hall's um, development especially, uh, their results really improved. Uh, and Cobham certainly know where the back of the net is. In Division 2, we've spoken, uh, we've spoken about Gravesend Spartans uh, and Sutton Dynamo already. Ridgeway darts against Castle Hill, another game. Uh, catching the eye. In Division 3, uh, Greyhound, Old Peeps, we've spoken about. Isted Colts against Valley Rovers, uh, a good game. Uh, Northley Eagles, the Robins Chiefs, uh, and as Rav said, bottom of the table, Riverview. No points to their name as yet. They take on uh, the Royal Brenstonians. In second place, they'll be dying uh, for a win, a big win as well. Uh, we did mention uh, on the podcast a few times, Royal Brenstonians not quite as free scoring as some of the teams in Division 3. Um, so they'll be wary. Uh, they'll want to put. They'll want to add uh, goals to their tally. Um, as the Greyhound uh, have been pretty decent in front of goal this season. Uh, and last but not least, Swanley Rangers against Sporting Gravesend. Right, Rav. Let's get on with the cup draw. Um, yep. And it's the John Robinson League Cup League A. Cup A. Yep, that's the one. League Cup A. This is the quarterfinal draw. So we'll hear um, eight balls. We've got eight numbered balls. Uh, Rav, do you want to tell us which teams or game is, is attached to each ball? And then we'll get on with it. Yep. So, number one, you have Graves and Spartans. Number two, Rising Eagles. Number three, Bobham Sundays. Number four, Ridgeway Darts. Uh, number five is Northfleet Town or Champions. Number six is Hollisters or Dartford Celtic. Number seven, FC Castle Hill or Taverners. And number eight, Paul's Athletic Development or your Leather Ball. Brilliant. Right, so I'll be drawing the the, the, the balls as usual. Um, and Rav uh, will tell us the draw at the end of it. Good luck to everybody. Quarterfinal draw, business end of the cup. Uh, good luck to everybody. First ball out is number eight. Number eight, which is Paul's Athletic Development or the old leather bottle. Number six. Number six is they will play Hollisters or Dartford Celtic. Number one. Raising Spartans. Number three. Race Cobham Sundays. Good game. Number five, Norfolk Town or Champions. Number seven, Fate Castle Hill or Taverners. Last two, number two, Rising Eagles. Number four, Ridgeway Darts. 
Good draw. Uh, that Groveland Spartans game, probably the standout one there uh, for me. Rav, thank you again and thank you to the league for another cup draw and that responsibility. We love doing it. Um, hopefully the clubs like it. I know there was calls for live draws and all that stuff. We don't, we're not YouTube. We're, we're audio only, uh, but I'm sure there's plans in the future for, for that to happen. Rav, where are you going to place yourself this weekend? Uh, weather permitting, obviously. Uh, probably Cascades for a couple of couple of those games. Uh, I think they're Aces games up there against uh, Grays and Athletic. Uh, and maybe go and watch the, the Gurus against Cricketers uh, for the second half, hopefully. Nice one, mate. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, a short Cheers. but sweet uh, show this week. I'll speak to you on Monday for a full review uh, of the games uh, this weekend and next week coming. Cool. Cheers. All the best, mate. Thank you. So that is it, the end of another show. Thank you to our sponsors, the Down to Play app, Magpie Recruitment, Baldwin Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Skipper Sportswear, Adrenaline Rush Laser Tag, the Grassroots Graphics and Awards FC. Thank you for listening to the show and I'll see you next week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.